Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I will be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Be Efficient, That's Where the Money Is. When I'm out on the hunt for new jobs, I have a real simple philosophy that I stick to. It's called, get hired for a fair price, then get efficient. I accomplish this by bidding the jobs using the best information I have available at the time, as that's all you can really do. You try to ask really good questions that clue you in on how long a job will take, and then you go from there. After all, there is no such thing as a crystal ball or a time machine you can jump into to tell you what the future of this job will bring if you get it. You just have to bid it, then see if the bid gets accepted. Obviously, the key is to bid the job at a price that allows you to make some money, because if there's no money to be had on that job, you don't want it. I mean, it's as simple as that. You're not here to run a nonprofit. Now, if you don't get hired after you make a bid, then you just have to move on to the next bidding chance and you repeat the process again. If you do get hired, this is where you need to buckle down and make sure you squeeze every last buck out of the job, and you do that by being efficient. My approach has always been once I get an account, to bring it up to speed as fast as possible. You dig in with your crew to make sure the account shines. Don't worry too much about looking at the clock during this time, as this part of the job is an investment, as far as I'm concerned. You are investing not only in the customer you just got, but in yourself. As a happy customer, right off the bat, makes you look good, and it allows the customer to start looking elsewhere for problems to fix. As the cleaning problem is now off their radar screen, in a sense. They hired you, you came in, and you fixed it right away. And now they can go focus on whatever else they have to worry about, like their own employee problems or whatever else they have to deal with in their business. The cleaning problem has been checked right off their to-do list as mission accomplished. For you, the next period of time is where the real money is to be made. Most cleaning companies just stop right there as they came in, did a good job, made the customer happy. Now they just go into, let's just settle in right here mode. The heat is off them so they can relax. You, on the other hand, have one more step to do, and that is called getting efficient, like I talked about earlier. Your goal is to develop a cleaning system that gets you and your staff in and out of the home or office as fast as humanly possible, yet by still doing a good job. This means you need to create a set of duties for each person on the account. If it's just you, then it's easy. If you have two, three, four, or five people, it gets a little bit harder, but with that said, it's not hard to do, and besides, it's your job to do. So, let's say you have two people cleaning. You would want each people, each person, working in harmony to get done as fast as possible. This means you don't want one person dusting a room after the carpet was already vacuumed. I mean, that wouldn't make sense. You don't want the floors mopped before the person picking up the trash can get to that trash can. You need to carefully construct a cleaning routine that allows each crew member to stay out of the other person's way yet work together efficiently. Think of a restaurant for a moment to visualize how this is done. They have a hostess who walks you to the table. Then they have a water boy come by and fill your glass with water. Then the server comes in to introduce themselves and take your drink order. Then they come back with your drinks and take your meal order, which some cook behind the scenes that you never see prepares just for you. Then the server comes back to deliver the food. The best run 
restaurants pull this feat of efficiency off without a hitch. The poorly run restaurants, on the other hand, can't seem to get it right. Now what happens to the ones that can't get it right? Well, two things happen and neither one is really good. The first one is they lose customers because the service is too slow. They just can't get that efficiency part right. The second issue is just as big as the first, and this is the fact that they have too many tables with the same people sitting in them. Now, in case you didn't know, good restaurants know that you need to get people in and out of the table so that they can do the same thing for another group of people. This allows them to make more money per table than their competition who is not as efficient. They want to get you in, they want to get you out. Now, a restaurant and a cleaning business are similar in the fact that each employee works that works there needs to know their role and how it fits into the overall scheme of things. The ultimate goal is for everyone to be working together to serve the customer in the most efficient way possible. When they do this, the end user is happy with the experience and the business owner is pleased knowing that every last dollar was squeezed out for maximum profit. So that's how money's made, being efficient. So this wraps up our episode of Be Efficient. That's where the money is. Hope you found it interesting and thanks again for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog over at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you who touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.